In this episode of Star Trek Excelsior, the role of Admiral Parker, previously played by Nathan Lisney, will now be played by Phil Stonhouse. Our thanks to Phil for joining the team. Also, stay tuned after the closing credits for an important Excelsior announcement. Previously on Star Trek Excelsior. Captain, they're moving. Draw weapons. Good luck, everyone. No! Captain Cortez suffered multiple impact traumas, massive intestinal tearing, and is going to need a full lung transplant. I can keep her stable for the most part, but she's going to need medical care at a starbase. And even then... Admiral, I'll get right to the point. There's going to be an incident aboard the Sizemore. An incident? Of what kind? That's not your concern. Not my... I assure you, if there's anything you can do... I just finished my autopsy of Mr. Amara. As it turns out, the wasting isn't what killed him. There were 10 cc's of warp plasma in his blood. What exactly are you saying, Doctor? Exactly what you think I'm saying. Leo Amara was murdered. Admiral, do you know anything about the Excelsior going on a mission in late September of this year, before it was pulled out of mothballs? We think Captain Suresh was in command. You think the murders could be related to that? I wish I could tell you something about what we're up to. All I can say is, it's very important, and it's very dangerous. I never saw him again. Sir, what did you just slip into my pocket? I'm sorry, Mr. O. An isolinear chip? I've never seen that thing before in my life, Lieutenant. And that's an order. What is the chip's origin? Starfleet Intelligence Annex, Starfleet Headquarters, San Francisco, Earth. Lieutenant Jubari, how nice to have you with us again. I just had a very stimulating conversation with your new commanding officer. Release me, General. Now, you have no right to do this. I'm afraid you have to accept the consequences of your decisions. You're going to be staying with us for a while. Hello, what's this? What? A computer chip. It looks like it's been completely erased. That's a shame. We probably could have learned something from it, like what it was doing in my quarters. I think I can restore it. I... Well, that's great! Acting Captain's log. Supplemental. I just killed Sharvis to rush. What? And now, the continuation. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Excelsior, her ongoing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Starring Elise Krawick as Captain Rachel Cortez. Larry Phelan as Lieutenant Commander Alcar Dovan. Samuel Gillis as Lieutenant Alex Lorock. Michael Liebman as Alex Roll. Emily Potter as Dr. Melissa Sharp. 
and Caitlin Haney as Asuka Yubari. Tonight's episode, Murder in the Blue Morgue, Part 3, Her Hardest You to Hold. Twenty. Admiral Parker. Music off. What can I do for you, Admiral? What are you up to, Commander? Reading through the Excelsior's history, looking for clues. Find any? Trivia, mostly. This really is a remarkable ship. Did you know that our second captain was court-martialed and kicked out of Starfleet for insubordination? Ah, yes. Captain Underwood. (laughs) I remember that. He had a mean right hook. What's he up to now? According to his file, he's become a scion hunter. Bought his own freighter and spent the last six years chasing rumors and hoaxes. Hmm. It's a shame how those legends are able to have such a strong hold over people. Though, I can't say it surprises me with Underwood. He was never quite stable. Sounds like somebody to model my life after. I hope not, Commander. I don't enjoy presiding over courts martial. Do you know what the hardest part about command is, Mr. Dovan? My guess is the chair. I've tried it out. It's not as well cushioned as they say. It's the act of taking responsibility. A Starfleet captain can think himself a hero, a god even, and no one will question him. There isn't one man in a million who can do what we do. For good or evil, a captain will always be more legend than man. But he knows better. He knows that things go wrong. Sometimes those things are his fault. Sometimes? Sometimes circumstances are beyond his control. But a captain is held responsible for everything that happens under his command, regardless of the circumstances. A captain is only human, but we hold him the standards of God. I'd be happy to remind you of your non-divinity, Admiral. If, of course, looking at you directly wouldn't blind my merely mortal eyes. (sighs) A homage of Saurian brandy delivered to the altar in front of my quarters would suffice, Commander. Captain Cortez regained consciousness a few minutes ago. She did? How is she? She's asked to see you and your senior staff. The senior staff... There's not much left of us after Philandria. I'm afraid that's my point. She asked for Elder, Amara, Hastings, Hunter, all by name. Jehoshaphat. She doesn't even know. It seems the hospital staff wanted you to be the one to tell her. What are you going to tell her, Commander? The only thing... I can tell her that I failed and that I wish she'd maybe picked someone better than me to be her XO. I see. Admiral? 
You might turn out better than Captain Underwood after all, Devan. I'm sorry? If Captain Cortez survives, she's going to spend a long time recovering. Months. Perhaps years. I'm here to inform you that until she returns to duty, or the Admiralty sees fit to replace you, Starfleet Headquarters has named you the Commanding Officer of the Excelsior. I'd offer my congratulations, if circumstances were different. I... Admiral, if you'll excuse me, I'm needed on the surface. Of course. Good day, Commander. Dinner, ma'am. You don't need the phaser ensign. I don't fight. Your Starfleet record says otherwise, ma'am. True. It was worth a try. Ensign, wait. I'm not supposed to talk to you, ma'am. Of course. Brahms has always been obsessed with compartmentalization. You know the general? Does this mean you're talking to me? That depends on what you want to say. I just want to know who you are. This isn't a normal ship, and you're not a normal crew. That's true. So? From what I'm told, the Renegade is on loan to the Division of Special Projects from another section. Brahms rechristened her for the occasion. We're on a... Well, a special project. What project? I'm afraid I don't have clearance to know that. You don't know your own assignment. Why are you here, then? I was serving in the Charybdis sector when I was contacted by a Colonel Sophia Hanas. She told me she was from a group that was trying to prevent an attack on the Rayan sector, and that I had just been recruited. I have family on Raya Prime. A wife and two sons. There was no question. I joined up immediately. That was all barely a week ago. I'm new here. Didn't she give you any idea of who you're fighting against? As far as I can tell, we're fighting the future. Did your people kill Leo Amara? Who? Chief of Special Operations, Starship Excelsior. Chief of... Ma'am, this ship might spend a little more time in the shadows than any of us would like, but we're still Starfleet. So you deny it? I'm done with this. Ensign, what if I told you I had compelling evidence implicating General Brahms in the killing? Do you? Yes, I do. Then why are you the one behind the force field? Because this isn't quite the Starfleet you're familiar with. Not where Brahms is concerned. Are you saying my commander's some kind of evil mastermind? No. Not evil. He's not evil. But he might be a murderer. I need you to let me out of here so I can find out for certain. I... 
I don't think I can do that. Then I order you to do it. Your rank doesn't apply, ma'am. You're under arrest. Check the JAG logs, Ensign. Check the Starfleet Judiciary Database. No one ever read me my rights. No one ever formally arrested me. In fact, you'll find that I'm still listed on active duty, and therefore I can still pull rank on you. You're... That's a lot for me to swallow, uh, Lieutenant. Ensign, you need to get out of this line of work while you still can. Intelligence is no place for you. One thing first. How can I go back to my life and be happy, knowing what's going on here in the shadows? Just remember that for every ship full of Isaac Brahmses, there's at least one of me. That's usually enough. Now drop the force field, Ensign. Come over here. I have to knock you unconscious. Will it hurt? Yes. You're not a big fan of the white lie, are you? How am I doing? Nanomatrix alignment is passing 80%. Good. I wonder what information we're going to find stored on this computer chip. I can hardly imagine. You really have no idea? How could I? I don't know. I thought it might have something to do with the encrypted transmission you've sent out from your quarters earlier today. Encrypted... Sir, have you been looking through my communications logs? Checked them before I came down here, in fact. Why, sir, are you aware that that's illegal? Is it? Well, if you didn't know it was illegal, I guess I can hardly press charges against it. We'll let it go. This time. I was calling my mother. We hadn't talked in a while. Your mother? Why the encryption, then? Is there anything wrong? <laughs> no, nothing like that. She's just a little paranoid. Imagine that. Sir? Look, are you sure you didn't kill Leo Amara? Alex, you really don't trust me, do you? You've never given me one reason why I should. Well, then why would you believe my denial? I was hoping for an admission. <laughs> no such luck today, I'm afraid. Hmm. But let's say, hypothetically, that I did. <coughs> Excuse me, Lieutenant? Hypothetically. Let's just say that I did murder Mr. Amara. Now, the question is, why would I do that? I... I'm really not sure what to say to this. Simple enough question, sir. If you want to accuse anybody of murder, you'd better have a motive first. And this... it just doesn't make sense. I... I haven't accused you of anything yet, Mr. Roll. I was just asking. Fair enough. But you did ask. So speculate. What motive would I have for killing Leo Amara? Hard to say. And nearly everything you've told me has been a lie. Sir! I've never lied to you! You just aren't very adept at reading between the lines. You don't see the wheels within wheels. And you wonder why I'm suspicious of you. 
Wait, are you saying that when you told me you'd always uphold the Starfleet oath, you actually meant that? In all honesty, sir, my oath is probably the truest thing about me. Then you can hardly have killed one of your fellow officers. Is that so? Was Amaro a spy? A villain? Not as far as I know. He was just an officer. A skilled one at that. Then no. There's no way to reconcile murdering him with following the oath. To say nothing of regulations. What if Mr. Amara posed a clear and imminent threat to the safety of the entire Federation? I thought he wasn't a villain. That doesn't preclude him from being an existential threat to our existence. I'm not sure what you're getting at, but no. No. No matter what kind of trouble someone who wears our uniform has gotten himself into, if he's a good and honest officer, there's no excuse for killing him in cold blood. A just society must go to any lengths to defend itself. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm... Excuse me? What kind of a just society do you really have if you just go around killing everybody who gets in the way? A safe one. But not a just one. There's... There's a... Look, I'm not going to pretend I can point to it and say, There! There is the line! Because I don't think anyone can. But there is a line between defending paradise and destroying it, Roll. Killing our people, even if we think we're protecting the Federation, doesn't uphold the oath. It degrades it. So leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. A poem. What? I'm sorry. You're quite right. And? And I need a moment to think. Look, Roll, if you're in some kind of trouble, if there's anything Nanomatrix I can... Nanomatrix reconstruction at 100%. I don't believe it, sir. You fixed it. So I did. Now, let's plug it in and find out. Oh, it's you. No, not again. It isn't necessary. Roll? And if I refuse? Roll, who are you talking... Roll, put down the phaser. Put it down. Now. Captain Cortez. I... Yes. You have a visitor. Just one? Show him in, please. You can come in now. Thank you, Doctor. Number one. You've never called me that before, Captain. Time to start. Where's the rest of the senior staff? We have a meeting to conduct. <sighs> Doctor, could you give us a minute? Of course. I'll be back in 20 minutes for your Yonarum injection. And you remember, you're scheduled for another surgery in an hour. Of course. Just say it, Commander, so I can hear it. Captain, I'm sorry. 
Who's left? Lorak and Dr. Sharp. I'll need to speak with your new chief of security. And there's an engineering diagnostician Lieutenant Jubari is the new chief of security, Captain. Really? Brahms allowed that? Well, not exactly. Then you know about the Anbar. Actually, Captain, we were hoping you could shed some light on that. I don't know if you've heard, but Captain Suresh is dead. Yes, I... I was aware of it. I'm sorry, Commander. The Yonaram helps with the pain, but it makes it difficult to remember. Then there's nothing... Not now. Later. Later. Dovan, what happened? They hit us where I didn't see it coming. I... I wasn't... uh... How many? Twelve in ground combat, twenty-six killed in space engagements, including all eighteen marines aboard the Kilimanjaro. Thirty-three died of plague. Total seventy-one killed, twelve permanently wounded, ten on indefinite medical leave. I failed, Captain. Failed? I promised you, Captain. I said that I... That you'd get them out alive. I remember that. Dovan. Number one. Do you remember the first time you came into my office? Yes, Captain. Do you remember what I said about how I chose Mr. Lorak? You told me about what kind of a man he was that he'd crawl through every Jeffrey's tube on the ship just to get to know her, that he'd court the Excelsior like a woman instead of studying her like a tin can. Character, Commander. I told you about Alex's character. That was what I looked for in my crew, I said. I told you I wasn't looking for good officers. I was looking for people who were ready to grow into something great. When you ask me that question, why did I choose someone like Mr. Lorak? I saw the real question you were asking. So when I answered, I wasn't talking about Lorak. I was talking about you. And now I know I made the right decision. Captain, I... Number one, I never should have asked you for that promise. I'd like some time now. To mourn. Yes. Of course. Thank you, Captain.
I just wish I could forgive you. Midday field agent reports. Thank you, Operations. Has there been any word from our asset aboard the Excelsior? None. Unfortunate. Command is yours. Computer, prepare the subspace transmitter for it. That's far enough. Asuka, it seems I underestimated your technical skill almost as much as I overestimated your loyalty. How did you get in here? The only important thing, General, is that I'm in here. And I have a gun. I like the blue uniform. It suits you. The doctor I stole it from was about two sizes too small. But she did have this anti-grav gurney handy, so I guess it was a fair trade-off. Shall we get to it, then? I think so, yes. Computer, open. Emergency escape hatch Brahms 1. Thought so. Computer, what is our position? Information restricted. Can I reach Starbase 911 from this turbo lift? Information restricted. Computer, take me to Starbase 911, Berth 9, Excelsior Umbilical. Oh, of course that works. Operations. My board shows that the general just tripped the silent alarm. Noted. And confirmed. The alarm is active. I will investigate. General, the silent alarm just... General Brahms. Security, this is tactical. I have a code 47 Alpha in the General's ready room. The General has been abducted. Repeat, the General has been abducted. Now entering Starbase 911 Primary Hall. How far are we from the Excelsior? Travel distance 3.8 kilometers. Parker to Rogue Turbolift. Parker to Rogue Turbolift. You are in violation of Starbase 911 traffic control policy. Respond. Lieutenant Yubari, if that is you, be aware that there's a turbo that's following close behind you. Two life forms inside. We can't do much from here, but we will make sure traffic is clear between you and the Excelsior. The rest is up to you. Thank you, Admiral. <sighs> what did you put in that phaser, Asuka? I can't move. The gurney's restraining field is on. You won't be able to move a muscle until I switch it off. Once you're safely in our break. You have no idea what's begun here, do you? As I recall, leaving me in the dark was all part of your plan, wasn't it? Now that I've seen how you adapt to evolving circumstances in the field, you've only made me more certain our decision was the right decision. Our decision? Who else? Wouldn't you rather find out on your own? No. Well, my guess that you'll learn soon enough, anyway. Approaching USS Excelsior. 
Head down, sir. I seem to have very little choice in that. Coming through! Help! I'm being kidnapped! Arrest this woman! Arrest this! Clear the way, I have a medical emergency here. Medical emergency! Everyone, get on the ground! Son of a... That phaser set to kill! Computer, seal off Deck 3, Section 16. Authorization, Bezu 227. The hallway's been sealed. Noted. Can you override? Give me two minutes and I'll have this ship's entire security system throwing light switch rays. That won't be necessary. Just drop the force field. Understood. You will not surrender now, I presume? No. Noted. Yubari to Dovan. Dovan here. Yubari. The Admiral just... I've taken General Brahms into custody. I have two pursuers isolated in Deck 3, Section 16. They're about to override the security grid. Never a wasted word with you, is there, Yubari? Computer, engage intruder control protocols, Deck 3, Section 16. Error. There are no intruders in that section. They're Starfleet, sir. The computer can't read them as intruders because they're ours. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking here. Haste would be appreciated. That was already assumed. Ah, computer. The intruders are changelings. They're posing as Starfleet officers in that section. Deploy anesthesine gas now. Changeling override engaged. Flooding specified section. <laughs> Operations to renegade. Code 7. Mission failed. Did that work? Yes. A little faster next time would be appreciated. Not even a thank you? How did you do that anyway? They're not founders, and there's nothing to suggest that they are. Back during the war, you could blame anything on changeling infiltrators. I gambled that Starfleet security had never gotten around to deprogramming those protocols. And if they had? Two things are infinite, Lieutenant. The universe and Starfleet paranoia. Those protocols will still be in the main computer a hundred years from now. What do you want me to do with them? Your pursuers? Keep them unconscious. Have them deposited quietly on the Starbase. They'll find their way home one way or another. Then tighten security at all the airlocks. What do I tell the crew? This was an unscheduled security drill? Nah. Tell them we were kidnapping a Starfleet intelligence general. Better yet? I'll tell them. Nothing throws tinfoil in the press's radar like a good dose of complete honesty. It'll be a week before they figure out I was telling the truth. And by then, this'll all be over with. Understood, sir. You barry out. Now, General, let's see how you hold up on the other side of the interrogation table. Lieutenant Commander Dovan? Yes. Would you come with me, please? What is it? There were complications with Captain Cortez's latest surgery. What? She's dying. Lieutenant, put down the phaser. I'm sorry, sir. 
The decision is out of my hands now, and I'm afraid I mean that quite literally. Just set the phaser down on your desk and walk out that door, Roll. You won't get away with this if you do anything else. Believe me, sir, I'm trying to do exactly that. But like I said, it's... The computer chip! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... do... that... Now what am I supposed to do with you? What did you do to me, sir? A swiftly administered dose of oxalocaine. Instant paralysis, compliments of Dr. Sharp. I didn't walk in here entirely certain you'd let me walk out again. Turns out I was right. Would you be interested in revising anything you've said so far in light of your current position? I, uh... Well, I did kill Leo Amara. Believe it or not, I'd worked that bit out already. I'll bet you killed Commander Robbins, too. My question is why? (sighs) You're not going to believe the answer. Probably because it's not going to be true. It would hardly be interesting if I were completely honest now, would it? (sighs) You can either be completely honest with me, and I'll try to keep you from getting sent to prison for the rest of your life... Or you can keep playing your silly games and start picking out curtains for your cell. Now get on with it! Well, when you put it that way... I did kill Lieutenant Amara. And Commander Robbins. But I can't be held responsible for it. And how do you inject somebody with warp plasma by accident? I didn't say it was an accident. I just said I wouldn't be found guilty in court. You have a tricorder handy? Good. Run it over me. Adjust it to scan for Epsilon Band radiation. There are no Epsilon emissions in organic tissue. Most organic tissue. Fine. Spast! What is that stuff? Why don't you take a closer look? Zoom in on one of my thyroid cells. Check the gene at... 7Q31. Some kind of nanobot. It's hijacked your RNA. Using it to create... Well, whatever that is, it isn't protein. There's quite a lot of junk code in the human genome, Lieutenant. Quite a bit of space for rewrites. You're saying you're genetically enhanced? Did you kill Amara to keep that a secret? Is that what was on the chip? Yes, yes, and yes. But you're not there yet. Look closer. The underside of the nanite. You'll find some writing there. Yo-Yo-Dine Cybernetics. Yo-Yo-Dine? The defense contractor? But genetic enhancement is illegal. No one that big could possibly be involved in something like this. True, actually. Even if they wanted to, and they don't, no corporation could get away with something illegal of this scale in the Federation. Unless it were legal. Say, if someone made an exception. Who? Who could make an exception like that? Just a little further now, sir. Read the letters underneath. It says... SP-117-DSP-SISFHQ. Special Project 117, 
Department of Special Projects, Starfleet Intelligence, Starfleet Headquarters. Surprise! I'm a special project. Genetic enhancements? Not enhancements, exactly. Genetic control. You've lost me there. I'll make it simple. Let's just say those nanites enhance me in many ways, but they have a considerable influence over my free will. Yes, I killed Leo Amara and David Robbins, but I was under orders to do so, and my superiors had no intention of giving me a choice. That's... that's insane. Which is why you'd never believe it if you weren't standing over me right now staring at the evidence. And they told you to kill me just now, and took over your body to do it. Well, it's a great deal more complicated than that. Suffice it to say that the urge seems to have passed, and I don't expect it to return until I receive new orders from my superior. And who is that superior? A man named... Brahms. Security will be by shortly to pick you up. Are you having me arrested? You'll be detained on my authority until I can speak to the acting captain about... about all this. I understand. When will this paralysis wear off? About an hour. Maybe more, maybe less. You know, before you tried to shoot me, Roll, I was about to offer my help if you were in any kind of trouble. That offer stands. I choose to believe you. No matter how big this Brahms man is, I'm with you. And I intend to get Commander Dovin behind you too. But if you're lying to me about any of it, I'll charge you with both murders and let a public trial work it out. After everything we've been through, that's... That's very generous of you, Lieutenant. I'll do the right thing. I promise. I'll do the right thing. But what part of Wheels Within Wheels did he not understand? Read between the lines! Computer, begin new personal log entry. Rawl, entry 513. As a result of a recent conversation, I have adopted a new mission objective. Captain, I came as soon as the doctor... Commander Dovan. Just the man I wanted to see. Captain, they told me. They told me. That after three weeks, and God knows how many surgeries, I have finally run into catastrophic complications but even now my new heart is shutting down that I'll be dead within the hour yes that's all true enough you're no I may be dying but I still have one more duty. 
And it's very important that you listen closely. I've remembered everything I can about the Anbar. But they've ramped up my painkiller dosage. And my memories. It isn't good. I can't just take this. One one four mark three eight eight mark eight. Is this a course heading? Yes. From the um, the gateway fifty. No, sixty-seven light years. Promise, we'll try to stop you. He thinks he's right, but he isn't. You have to get there and find, and find. What is it, Captain? What do we have to find? I can't remember. All I have is a name bouncing around inside my head. I'm not even sure. It's related. Who? Is there anyone on the Excelsior with the name? Dexter Remick. Not that I'm aware of. Certainly not during our last mission. But I'll look it up anyways. Good. There. Now that that's done, time for my last wishes. Catch. Captain? I was told earlier today that they gave you my ship. It's true. But they didn't give you a rank that fits the Excelsior. I always figured I'd serve my first 30 years as a model officer and spend my old age thumbing my nose at the Admiralty. But I guess I'm starting early. There's a gold pip in the box. Congratulations on your promotion, Commander. Captain? Why? Well, first things first. Why don't we rephrase your question? To something a little more candid? You'd like to know how the hell somebody like Alcar Dovan ended 
ended up running one of the most powerful ships in Starfleet. Huh. Maybe that's part of it. The question you should be asking is how do any of us stop worrying, Commander? You'll do fine. Thank you, Captain. Do you have any advice for me? Yes. Practice your Catascot game. You are terrible. <laughs> In all seriousness, Commander, I just gave you my best advice. Don't let yourself worry, or that chair will swallow you up and tear you to pieces. And there's not anything anyone can do to save you then. We could have made a terrific team. It wasn't ours to have. Devan, I just felt the first twinge of pain. It's starting. Please. When you're out there wandering the starry seas, Remember. Remember me. I'm right here, Captain. No, Commander. You see, I've always wanted to die. Alone. I see. Understood, Captain. Understood. Captain Cortez, it has been both an honor and a privilege to have served with you. Peace and long life. And you, Alcardo Van, live long and prosper. In that episode of Star Trek Excelsior, General Brahms was played by Julian Bain. Admiral Parker was played by Phil Stonhouse. Renegade Tentacle was James Tumagata. 
Renegade Operations, Julian Munns, Hertzler Sr., Gary Colbaum, Union 3 Doctor, Joyce Bender, Computer, Caitlin Haney, Executive Produced and Adapted for Audio by James Haney, Co-Producer, Alex Keyes, Post-Production, Gary Colbaum, James Magata, Mike Hennessy, James Haney, Alex Keyes, and Anthony Schaefer, Narrator, Mike Hennessy, Original Music by Samuel Gillis, Additional credits available at StarshipExcelsior.com. Special thanks to Mike Mitchell, Michael Hudson, the Excelsior role-playing game, and Gene Roddenberry. No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Paramount Television. And now a special announcement from the Excelsior team. The people who bring you Star Trek Excelsior are proud to announce your chance to produce a script for the hit audio series. Now through April 16th, the Excelsior writing staff is throwing open the doors to anyone who listens to the show. In a new contest, we'll be considering story proposals submitted by the general public. Five finalists will be asked to expand their proposals into complete scripts, and one talented winner will have his or her script produced as a full-cast, full-length episode of Star Trek Excelsior, targeted for release on December 26th of 2009. All listeners are eligible, and we just know there are a lot of good ideas out there. All you have to do is write an outline of your story, no more than 500 words, and send it to Starship Excelsior Contest at gmail.com. You may submit up to four proposals. Submission deadline is April 16th. Finalists will be announced May 1st. For more details, go to starshipexcelsior.com contest. Every one of you has probably thought at some point in your life, hey, I could write this stuff. Now's your chance. But we'll never get to see your great idea unless you send it in to starshipexcelsiorcontest at gmail.com. Happy writing and may the great bird of the galaxy bless your planet. In the meantime, stay tuned for the Excelsior April Fool's Day Special coming in June 2009. This has been an Excelsior production.